It's the Ides of March 2012. This is the Idle Thumbs Megacast. I'm Chris Remo. I'm Jake Rodkin. I'm Sean Vanneman. I'm Steve Gaynor. I'm Nick Brecken. I'm Doug Tobacco. I'm James Spafford. I'm Merrick Brunstring. I'm Mike Watson. I'm David Eggers. And I'm Nick Brecken. That's all of us. <laughs> <laughs> We're missing a significant most, most UK. Yeah. We are missing yeah. a number of UK folks, yeah. And they'll they're dead sad. now. They're, they're gone. Well, to yeah. us, uh, to us anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh! I mean, they're not. What? Well, they're not here. Well, then sure. Max Ides yeah. kicks in the door and kills all of us because it's the day of Ides, and then there's then they reign supreme. That's true. It's like, the, it's like the line of succession. Take all the Kickstarter funds. What, the names we just read? What's that's, all that's, of us? That's also the line of succession to Idle Thumbs. So Nick Brecken's oh, got two shots at this. What? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so is like the Secretary of Agriculture who's not allowed to go to the State of the Union. <laughs> no, that's got to be Alex Ashby or Ben Andak or someone. Uh, yeah. Alex Ashby is stunts. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we have a bunch of awesome people here who worked on the site when it was a text site, but haven't really done stuff, a lot of stuff for the for the you know, cast. Like, we're we basically should, coasting we, on you. No, I mean, everyone we, here. We, Everyone Sorry. in this group has recorded a podcast or maintains the current site on the site. All I'm saying is, listener, Steve. readers, they don't care. <laughs> readers may not be super aware of some of the people who just introduced themselves. Mm. Readers, readers should know that without Mike and Doug, the Kickstarter and Idle Thumbs as it is right now would not exist. <laughs> would be dog shit. It would be. Might still exist, but would be sad. That we put out yeah, locally. We would not be able to convert the site to the gopher site that it will be <laughs> next month. <laughs> Gopher We're relaunching Idle Thumbs on the Gopher protocol. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, also, without David, our forum would exist of all tumbleweeds <laughs> and oh, robots. Yeah. Oh, no, I and think... penis enlargement pill ads. Sure. I think, uh, I, think I did the math those. once, and 60% of all bans in the history of Idle Thumbs have been done by me. <laughs> <laughs> David bans Eggers, they call him. Sorry. You actually did that? Yeah. <laughs> We're about to play video games, correct? Has anybody been playing anything interesting? I mean, let's just do a full cast. Chris, get comfy, man. <laughs> you're, holding that, you're holding that recorder while... Wow. Have you guys played a game called Ordnung's Vision Shaft? No. Yeah, it's a, an indie game. I feel thing. like that's the first sentence you ever said to me when I met you. <laughs> <laughs> like something like that. Have you ever played a game called Ordnung's Vision Shaft? Hello, man in a striped shirt. Okay, you're touching What me. does that mean, Mar Marek? It means uh, the science of ordering things, oh, I think. No. Yeah. It mo mostly involves moving physical, actual cardboard boxes. So this is, sorry, so this is a game that we played recently at a, a thing. Um, a non-video game? It's, yeah, it's more of the ilk of video games that JS Joust is, where it's like tenuously a video game. But this completely abandons even having move controls. <laughs> so it's not a video game. This is a game best played with, uh, it's four people wearing uh, lab coats, and each person also has a clipboard and a stack of cardboard boxes, I think six. Is there boxes. a computing component? Is this no. possibly just a friend who scams you into helping you? I think it's, I don't know, yeah, it's, it's like not. Flatly, <laughs> we, call this, we call this a game. But you will find this at Wild Rumpus. <laughs> you find this what? You will find this at Wild Rumpus, I believe. Or at least, you know, in the in the gang of people who make the Wild Rumpus, who have like Jazz Joust and, right. and Hawker and things, they enjoy this kind of playful, you know, actually making a game thing and forgetting about video. Um, so you stack boxes? Yeah. So basically, <laughs> so move them oh, to your friend's new apartment. So, yeah. so it's like the game stacking. That's like what? Is it the same thing? Uh, no, it sounds like buying. No, that is video. Yeah. Oh, okay. Each one of you has a clipboard, and on it is a. Uh, you have three instructions. 
uh, one on each page, and you have to carry out those instructions. Uh, and those instructions largely are move three boxes from the pile to your, from your left to the pile to your right, or move one box from the opposite pile to your box. And the game itself to play is confusing and weird. But if you say. watch people playing it, <laughs> it is four people in lab coats with clipboards consulting them, really like like trying to work out what they have to do and then like moving boxes from one pile to another pile whilst other people are also doing the same thing and there's the order of moving things so you're just watching people really really in detail moving boxes around it is the best they love it video game the boo contingent that we hired so there you go all right let's take a break <laughs> forever. A break forever. <laughs> yeah, game! Fucking fucking Something happened? Uh, that guy just listened to the audio tape of the Giants winning the World Series. <laughs> what is. GDC's acting! Yeah. <laughs> Donald Dunn is coming back. They can't get enough of it. Yeah, yeah that's uh, true. They lost their minds. There's guys on that roof. Max Ides is going ape shit. <laughs> They're gonna jump! No, stop them! If this recording is never released because we die in 10 seconds, you'll know why they were honking. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> but, uh, just, but you also won't because the recording is yeah. This podcast will also serve as our living will. <laughs> I bequeath all my possessions to Nick Brecken. <laughs> well, we always we have, have the... the line of yeah, have, yeah. Yeah. So David Eggers or Nick Brecken or Nick Brecken is going to... <laughs> The benefits of this cast. It'll turn into a kind of Richard the Third scenario where Nick Brecken is plotting to kill everyone else, so that he can sell Including himself. himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think this through. <laughs> All right, that was a good one. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Mega thumb games. It's the Ides of March 2012. This is the Idle Thumbs Kickstarter Progress Cast, the fifth one. I'm Chris Remo. I'm Jake Rodkin. And I'm Sean Vanneman. And here we are. Sean has an idea. We had an awesome, awesome, awesome rooftop barbecue with everybody who helped us out. Well, not everybody, but the people we could get to come help us on, uh, help us out on this Kickstarter. <laughs> the people who could be bothered to show up. Well, there are some, you know, no, some people live far, far away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vincent's in Los Angeles. But the people who came to GDC, basically. Right, yeah. And uh, it was so cool to get to meet Brendan Chung for the first time in real life. Oh, I've met him in real life. I've met him before. So for me, it was really <laughs> cool. Uh, I mean, you two assholes were there, which was a, you know, wet blanket on the entire event. <laughs> uh, I got we to had... meet Sean Vanneman for the first time. The real Sean Vanneman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we threw that him through weird. the window of the Palace Hotel. Yeah. Alex Greenling. Yep, cool dude. Uh, that's, and you should actually check out his... I think his blog is probably linked on the Kickstarter page. It but is, yeah. his blog, it's Games Designed or Game... I mm -hmm. to design games. games Designed. Yep. And he does various sort of graphic imagery and pixel art things that are really, really neat. He's a great guy. And a super, super just... I think, we, I think we heard about that guy first because uh, Steve Gaynor told, uh, showed us the... the he did a... like. As one of the games design pieces that he did, he did a hypothetical logo for the Thinker, which is the computer from Minerva's Den. Yeah. And Steve thought it was really cool, so he pointed it to us. And by it, I mean him. Yeah. So it was great. We got those guys together, uh, obviously us three, and then a lot of the Idle Thumb UK guys, Spath and Merrick, 
and uh, JP Le Breton was there, and uh, Doug and Mike, our love guys, David, our forum guy, everyone was there. It was really good. So, and we have to celebrate an awesome thing that you guys did for us or helped us are doing. doing. So, thank you so much. (laughs) We haven't expressed our gratitude in at least a week. So, express this. Consider it expressed. (laughs) Consider it. (laughs) Yeah. Consider it expressed. We had a cool party. Plus, I think over the past week or so, we've we've got a few exciting things in the wings to tell you guys about eventually. So hopefully we'll be able to do that. <laughs> we've got some exciting things what? that we'll tell you later. What was well, the point I of mean, even saying have, that? Because it's just we have. I think. Well, like, no. I mean, Graham sent over the first rough pencils from the shitty wizard stuff, and it looks fucking good. We're really excited about it. Vincent's on. We're probably going to be able to show you his. Like piece really soon. Basically the pencils for it. Yeah. Right? yeah. Well beyond the pencils. I think he's starting to watercolor it now. Oh man. So we'd want to show you that. We thought about releasing the pencils and maybe if you guys comment a lot we and say, please, please, please show us, we'll show it to you. But the reason we didn't want to do that is because we didn't when you go from pencil to watercolor, especially the way he blocks things out, it's a big transformation and we didn't want people to think it was gonna be a certain like, art oh, style. I'm getting this. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's... So his watercolor work is a lot looser than a, than you would obviously see if you were given a a roughed out pencil of a, a thing that he was painting. So that's looking awesome, though. So whether you're in either of those tiers or the one above it and getting both, you have some really exciting things coming towards you. Well, we're hoping uh, to put out an update to show some of that stuff this week. Yeah. yeah. Unless we've already done so. Who knows? Who's to say? You are in the comments of this update. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's been just a really exciting few weeks, I think. It was really nice to have GDC. I think we, we were worried about having GDC smacked out in the middle of the Kickstarter campaign. We were figuring out when to launch this thing, period. But... Uh, it's been really nice to have everybody show up and then have stuff to talk about. Honest confession here, when you have your face in a Kickstarter video uh, about a thing as focused as the games industry and then you go to a games industry event, people know what your face looks like now. And it's, um, I'm an awkward dude if you can't guess from the podcast. <laughs> oh man. I thought you handled yourself with a plum. Oh man. I I, you did really good. I thought you were going to implode. Uh, there was going to be a Jake sinkhole. No, I walked past someone <laughs> and then they said, into. "Excuse me, is your name Jake?" I went, "Oh man," and then he oh did. yeah, oh yes, it was really awkward. I'm sorry to everyone who exists that I exist. I thought you handled yourself. Anyway, thanks really for listening. Well. The first few times that we <laughs> yeah, were no, approached. anyway, that was weird. That doesn't mean don't approach us though, because it was really really nice to meet. Approach Sean. Yeah, it was super nice. Well, I met a, really, I met really a bunch nice of readers this week readers, at GDC, yeah. and it was it was great. Like it, that was. Um, I mean, Jake. Jake obviously wasn't at GDC very much this this week. No, um, but I, I did run into a whole bunch of readers, and it was really cool. I yeah, no, really I cool what people. I just said was actually a lie. I think it's I, I love that. <laughs> I do whatever. I know, I it's always do. awkward for me, and I become a squirmy weirdo. But it's really fun. That's true. <laughs> Leave me alone. Your new name is just going to be Squirmy Weirdo. Oh man, that is not. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! No, you no. can't put that toothpaste back in the tube. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Before I forget, there's uh, this is totally not related to anything we we're talking about, but I just want to point out to a fairly incredible development that has occurred. So you guys, have, you guys have heard that Peter Molyneux is leaving Lionhead, right? No. Okay. Well, he is after after um, Fable: The Journey, which which is their connect oh, game. After that shift, Fable. he's leaving Lionhead. <laughs> anyway, he's leaving Lionhead. He's leaving Lionhead. So anyway, that's just that's just context for what I, for what I'm going to. Oh, so interesting that, story that he's leaving Lionhead. Um, he. Uh, first of all, there's this is not even what I was going to say, but I just remember there's a, a Molyneux interview on Game Trailers about Fable the Journey that came out like a few days ago or last week probably. 
And you should watch it just because it's total vintage Molyneux. Like it's just it's just classic. He's talking about trees and just, love. yeah, it's just it's just classic Molyneux where it just he is that guy. Um but the actual thing I want to point out is that he if you were aware, you guys are aware, obviously, of Peter Mall of Peter, Peter Molyneux. Yeah, the the fake uh, the fake <laughs> the uh, character account yeah. Peter Molyneux on Twitter. Uh, that's uh, M O L Y D E U X um, on Twitter. He's one of the great fake Twitter accounts. He really is like one of the all time greats. And uh, <laughs> Peter Molyneux, the actual <laughs> one, like ever since he announced that he's that he's leaving Lionhead, he's, he's been in full Molyneux mode. Been, like yeah, he seems. Uh, what was the one about the green square? Well, so that's what I'm loading up <laughs> <Okay>. here. So <laughs> on March twelfth, uh, Peter Molyneux posts. Is it possible to make a green square feel alive? Sounds crazy, but that is what I am considering in my plans. Like, that is, well, that's just a Peter Molyneux. Yeah. I was gonna say we should have a feature. Yeah, if you're on the cast, it is Molyneux or Mal. Yeah, Molyneux or Molyneux. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then what was even better is let me find this other one. Yeah, so just then, like later the same day, uh, Peter Molyneux, the the character account, says, "My first mobile game will be free." But if you pay a little, the NPCs will be extra nice and compliment you more while playing. And then the real Peter Molyneux replies to him and says, That's not a bad idea, actually. <laughs> Which is just, now these two guys are in dialogue. Yeah. When those streams crossed and Peter Molyneux started talking to Peter Molyneux 2, my head fucking exploded today. It was so good. Oh. Because I've never followed Molyneux, but the only reason that I knew that he had started doing this is because people had started retweeting things. I'm like, oh, why am I getting Peter Molyneux retweet? Peter Molyneux <laughs> is talking about a green square emoting? Like, what is this? It's the best. Oh, it's so good. So that's, um, yeah, in conclusion, back our Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I know that I had nothing to do with anything we were talking no, about, but I, no, I that didn't was, want to forget to bring that up. Was the most, like, can't the most joyous, joyous event. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, Molyneux Unchained. I am, by the way, I am so... This isn't going to, you know, this is, we're not going to know what any of this stuff's about for months more, but I am so curious to know what Peter Molyneux is going to do under, like, when he's out from under <laughs> the, the the umbrella of a major publisher. Like, what the fuck could that, you know, what could that guy possibly be planning? Spoiler, it includes a green square. <laughs> That's true. Is yeah. I wonder if this like Milo technology in that square. So his thing is he's just gonna go indie like Mal. I don't I mean, know what's I don't the deal. Molyneux Enterprises. Because I, I remember uh, at last year's GDC and I think we talked about this on the cast. One of there were a, a bunch of uh, sort of vintage game postmortems yeah, and like Molyneux 20, yeah. did the populist one. Yeah, yeah, that was, and, that was and awesome. And one of the actual highlights of GDC for me was Molyneux just cracking open Dev Studio and loading up a build that he had made yeah. himself of a new like was it like massive or like. Uh, he like, was making a massively multiplayer like, like Minecraft of, scope multiplayer yeah. version of Populous, and he had just been tinkering with that in his spare time. I was like, "What is okay? Good. It wasn't about a green square emoting, which is what I actually want Peter Molyneux to make." But um, it was it was actually reasonably inspiring, and made me think Molyneux was way cooler when he just cracked open a <laughs> yeah. build of that game. Yeah. And then when the EA guy in the audience was like, it "Was it EA that was Populous?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the EA guy in the Q and A was like, "Uh, hi, could I see that build, please? Not, not now." <laughs> uh, anyway, we yeah. talked about that a year ago. God, but speaking of that, this is this is a meaningless thing to point out. But wait, what? Why are you so excited? Sean just got really excited on the last GDC conference. 
Is, right. You're yeah. T- yeah. Oh, man. We left. There was a cliffhanger uh-huh. we did not resolve uh-huh. in the GDC 2011 Comp Grenade, which was stay tuned for the next episode of Idle Thumbs, where we tell you how Phaedrus was almost the villain of the oh, Jurassic man. Park game. <laughs> how did we not do that? Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, time for that to happen. Yeah, I guess you want to tell that story? Previously on Idle Thumbs. <laughs> so, Jurassic Park is out in, in the world now. Uh... Jake and I... Jurassic Park, the video game the video by Telltale game. Games. That's right. So when that game first came to the studio... Uh, you were in story meetings for it I briefly, was in story, right? Yeah, beginning. yeah. I mean, I worked... I guess I the guess whole was, design team was kind of... Yeah, I, mean, probably, I think I went to maybe the first 10 story meetings. And uh, when I was still convinced that I couldn't believe we were... Like, I didn't know we were making that game. Like, it was like, oh, yeah, yeah, Jurassic Park, we're going to rev, rev on it. So then people started revving on the story, and... I don't know. I had nothing. I had nothing going at the time. So uh, we had gone to GDC 2010, I guess, because it was between 10 and 11, and the Phaedrus thing had happened, and somebody had the the concept about, and I th- think it's still a really strong concept. It's actually still in the game about what would have happened to Nedry had he made it to the boat. Your answer to that question, though, was Phaedrus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the idea, and it was written very like hard-boiled, sort of Dennis Nedry skitters across a muddy road towards his contact, and then had he made it, he was going to walk, basically walk down the dock, go to get on the boat, and then get shot in the face by this guy Phaedrus. But Phaedrus is waiting <laughs> for Nedry, and Nedry never shows. So then... Phaedrus goes into the jungle looking for Nedry and then you well, this play, all happened yeah. because Phaedrus would have been then they would have retconned Phaedrus in as the guy on the phone right who is talking to isn't is that is that Nedry who or who is it who's talking in Jurassic Park on in the quick time movie of the guy on the phone at the docks who's saying oh that that isn't Phaedrus yeah, no, no, that's, that's the guy the last it's the last boat out here it's probably Phaedrus though <laughs> so true JP fans know <laughs> that that quick time movie contains Phaedrus Anyway. Yeah, I'm trying to remember where it went from there, other than just Phaedrus hunting down these embryos and killing dinosaurs. <laughs> and dinosaurs. Would Phaedrus have had fucking Phaedrus voice? Oh, I thought been? that I thought that yeah, Phaedrus yeah. was the guy. I thought that Phaedrus was the guy at the dock, but then he would send in other people and would communicate with them onto the island through the Phaedrus voice. That was always my take on that. But I remember well, that, that's a better take than what I had. I remember that this, exi- <laughs> this existed in story meetings legitimately for a couple days, and then uh, I overheard Joe Penny, the designer on that game, talking to another designer and going, uh, "You know, I'm really liking this Phaedrus idea, but it doesn't actually seem like something that would really be in Jurassic Park." So, <laughs> so Phaedrus, Phaedrus was. I'm really he, liking this Phaedrus idea. That's the best. I don't know. I mean, well, people pe- uh, or the other guy was like, I, "That doesn't seem like doesn't seem yeah. like Spielberg would put Phaedrus in his movie." <laughs> um, I think was the actual reason, which is a valid, uh, valid a very valid reason. But, Phaedrus yeah. as a character from Idle Thumbs. And well, the thing is, is none of the Telltale designers are readers. No. So but that, the idea of Phaedrus felt like something that just fell out of my head for them. Right. What a weird choice. What a strange... <laughs> no, no, no. Don't worry. It's totally. just Phaedrus. That, so I would go <laughs> Write that in and put that on the wiki. And sort of like have to and I would passively argue for Phaedrus for about a month after he was dead. <laughs> like, or you can always put Phaedrus in here if you're looking for something to really jazz it up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. We, yeah. That, that was... Good times for that week. Yep. We yeah. still try to slide in a, a Phaedrus. A, a Phaedrus or a, a, a Max Slide Eyed. in a Phaedrus. <laughs> slide in a Phaedrus. Episode title. Have you been playing any uh, Lord's Management games recently? Lord's Management. 
Oh, of course. So, I mean, you know, like Dota is a oh, like Lords Dota management, or like League of like Legends, Legends, or Heroes, or Heroes, Heroes of North. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was Lord managing uh, quite a bit. I was Lord managing yesterday, and... Lords managing. Actually. Lords managing. Well, I felt like I saw, you only you pick. I only have one lord. Oh, that's true. Uh, a reader taught me how to use the donkey. <laughs> Good. Nice. Good. And uh, I got killed whilst doing so. Yeah, I'm. I feel like I have to figure out if this were what is true. But <laughs> don't we all? Sean? I don't, don't we know. All? If I am getting markedly worse at Dota, oh, shit. or if people are getting so much better, mm-hmm. I had one. Is there a chance that you just know now how bad you are? I don't because, think okay, so, because, because I feel like I got kills or something before. On the GDC cast, you made the comparison between Dota and me playing the banjo. Right. And there was definitely, for me, like the first lesson, I was like, oh man, cool. I'm like this guy who's starting to play this instrument. And then the second lesson was like, I'm kind of getting into the third lesson was, I now realize how horrible I am <laughs> at this. And then it's just, that's, I'm like, and that will consistently be the feeling that I have for the next year. Is like, just the window is open far enough now that I know what I'm not doing and the, I can see, you know. The problem is there are stat metrics. So I do have that to go against. So there's a graph going down. <laughs> Steeply. <laughs> yeah. 18% grade. Definitely. Mm. Streets of San Francisco downward slope. Yeah, they've but, got like the um, the gravel ramp. It has the bailout, <laughs> yeah. bailout pit. They've had to build staircases into your... Oh your man, there's a big drive. sign that says let, her, let him drift or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I am so bad. I'm dying in ways I don't understand. I'm going up against heroes with skills. Lords. That... <laughs> well, it's a hero. What did I say? I don't know. It's... I meant to say lords. Yeah. I'm facing other lords that... <laughs> Or lording in ways that are unlordly. You're going a little, putting on a little thick. A little too much thick. But uh, it's funny. It's And all the characters have so much depth and complexity to them. So you see things happen to your character that, and you get poisoned or damaged or affected in a way that you don't you've yet to experience so you don't know whether how you're supposed to behave like there's a guy who can stab you and then the faster you move the more damage you take Mm -hmm. so you have to just oh that's bethesda's uh slogan i think (laughs) the more they stab you no the the faster you move the more damage you take. i think that's what it is yeah so you have to know when that guy is around that you just have to plant if he gets you which is terrifying Mm -hmm. really shitty but i don't know i'm really so you're drowning at the moment yeah, I I'm on a I'm on a I'm on a. Is very... there matchmaking? Or are you just are you getting matched up against better dudes? Maybe I don't know. I'm on a precipice moment. More with that capable game, lords, possibly that yeah. might be it. And I'm also playing with people who are really good. Uh-huh. Playing with people who are tremendous, very very good. Yeah. So and again, they're still being so nice to me. They have no reason to be. Although I walked by and I saw in all caps, I just saw a scroll past the chat. The one time I've seen you play. It just said, learn to play. And then it, <laughs> I was like, what? And you're no, like, oh, no, no, that's no. just some other guy. I don't know who that is. <laughs> that, guy, that, was, that, that wasn't when I was playing with the reader and with Nick. That was when I was playing with strangers. And I was learn sad. to play this game. He said, learn to play this game in all caps, please. <laughs> Comma, please. To which I responded, I didn't know what else to say. Thank you for saying please. <laughs> and then was killed while creating a complete sentence in team chat. Well, yeah, team and I mean, I'm, I'm definitely please. on a precipice moment Thanks. with that game where I'm either going to like surge through just burst through the wall and yeah. play for another as the kool-aid man might six to eight weeks or i'm gonna just disappear so i don't really know where i'm at with that game yet though that's lesser known kool-aid man behavior yeah yeah 
Kool-Aid Man doesn't usually yeah. think about, like, reflect on his situation. He just busts through the wall. Right. And, right. I mean, no, yeah. I'm feeling, I'm very contemplative right now. I'm in a reflective yeah. mode. Lich yeah. might hang it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think, I think, not really, it's just, we, we pretty much wrapped up our crunch on The Walking Dead, so we're going to get back to playing games, which would be nice. But, oof, GDC week and that game lined up perfectly. Yep. We played some iOS draw something, which is fun. We played some turn-based. Oh, yeah. uh, it's, it's really it's like yeah. it's basically words with friends, but Pictionary. So you, mm. you draw a picture, and then you're given a bunch of tiles to pick what they drew. There's mm. a million games. I'm going to talk about this for half a Go second it. because it actually is perpetually disappointing to me. There's a new toy made chess with friends, and they made words with friends. And before that, there have been a million turn-based Scrabble yeah. and chess games. Um, and those games work really, really well for that format because they are actually games based on contemplation. You're yeah. supposed to get the move and think about it, but then all of the competitors to it are Boggle and Pictionary and Hangman and all this stuff, and everyone plays them all the time, and I keep getting invited to play these games, and they're not as good. <laughs> That's all. People I like, like Draw keep... Something. Yeah. I like to figure out a way to put a penis in everything that I draw. Draw Something is fun for a very different reason, which is that you can you can basically troll in it, which is where, because yeah. you, you, there's not a timer or anything, so your drawing can just paint an elaborate portrait of something, and then at the a very cock. last second put a box of cereal in there, and the word is cereal. So someone has to just <laughs> sit through watching your stupid vector art trace of just, you know, the full interior of a house, and then an arrow pointing to a cup. Um, not pointing to what Sean just gestured. Uh, Idle Thumbs Game of the Year Awards available at goty.cx. Um, anyway, it's been fun though. We played that for fifteen minutes. Yeah. And I thought, uh, we probably won't stick with it. But... No, it's. Yeah. I play a lot of Wars with Friends. We need to schedule the Risk Legacy playing. You have a box, yeah. an, un, an untouched virgin box of Risk Legacy, which is a a board game that got made on the sly. Because did you tell me at that Hasbro. at Hasbro like, they basically tried to shut that board game down multiple times and it, made it basically just I don't know if it was they specifically kind of shut that game down, but in general, it seems like it, it existed like, under the radar. Yeah, it seems like in general Hasbro is moving away from more complex right. kind of gamer games, and um, yet they put out one of the more notable ones this year. Apparently, yeah, yeah. yeah. For yeah. those of you who don't know, we'll, we'll talk Rob about Dab Davio, who's a really good yeah. guy. We'll talk about it when we play it, but it's a board game that has history. So every time you play it, you kind of change the rule set or name a thing or tear up a card, and then it just sticks with that box to set. So yeah, it's interesting because that draws that sort of takes something takes a, a cue from video games, which is having persistence across right. multiple games in a multiplayer setting, and that's something that you know is pretty unheard of in, in board games. I mean, I'm sure it's been done before by someone, but it's it's uncommon certainly. Yeah, um, and it's been it's cool to see that kind of cross-pollination going in the other direction, which is a lot less typical, I think. Yeah, it, than... was, it was notable just in that it, a board game did that, and then also ridiculous that it's with the Risk license. I know. Yeah. yeah. Well, sometimes that's... I imagine that for guys who are, like, staff designers at companies like Hasbro, which are huge, um, you know, very, very large companies that probably are not very agile... It's probably in some ways almost easier to do that with a license like Risk. Yeah, to make a weird be, subversive choice inside yeah, of the Risk IP and right. then that exists in infrastructure and being like, like, what if we make it something that's like Risk, it's not called Risk, and we, it's completely new branding and it's a new product launch, but also it yeah, does this crazy thing. Like, exactly, that's not going to happen. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Like that made, yeah. That's true. But what if it did? That'd be impressive. Oh, yeah, that's true. Thanks for contemplating that, yeah. Jake. <laughs> Hypothetical Jake, as we call him. That's not my name. So anyway... Like a good update, a lot of games in there. Yeah, some Phaedrus in there. Slipped him in. Slipped it. Slipped him a Phaedrus, as you know. No one we, says that. 
as they say, as, as they, they say. you know, as they as nobody say. says, <laughs> as nobody says. So we've said it before, but we'll say it again. Thank you so much for listening and also backing us. It's really, really tremendous, and it's the cool thing to do. It is. You've done a cool thing, friend. Oh man, one specific thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you to the dude on NeoGaf who made the uh, stealing the money was a choice, not giving it back was a lifestyle kangaroo <laughs> jack image macro. That actually made me laugh out loud for like a, a measurable amount of time, which then made me feel like a big doofus. So thank you. Thanks, dude. Yeah, I you really enjoyed Jeff. that. Jeff, I just called you Jeff. Oh, call me Jeff. <laughs> they call, oh man, Jeff. Strong ending on that one. So this is uh, Kangaroo Jackass number two? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought, I thought I actually I downloaded and read the original screenplay. Just to, I don't know. <laughs> you don't know how happy I would be if you had actually downloaded and read the original really screenplay. Good writing in there. There's some really like, vivid imagery. I think he does a really good job. Of, it didn't uh, translate from uh, page to screen as well as you'd yeah, think. You know, yeah, but, uh, oh, man. There's some beautiful language. Beautiful yeah, Kangaroo language. Jack was... Uh, was he describes in great detail the texture and warmth of the inside of his pouch. <laughs> Kangaroo Jack was was Blacklist 2003. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'd... I'm going to do an entire It's cast sometime. It's, 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 A conversation. It's. No, you don't get You don't get the it's. Are we recording? I don't want to hear people, I don't want to hear Venom say it's on tape. I don't like that. Everybody should just say I'm Nick Brecken, right?